0: Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
1: You're listening to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. Now, here's your host, Faraz Sadiqi and Zach Rizzuto.
2: So if you have a Week 18 championship, or if you're playing DFS, you might want to know which teams have something to play for right right uh which teams might rest players which teams have nothing to play for so that's the purpose of this next segment here okay so a few teams who have absolutely nothing to play for and are just vying for the best draft spot right meaning that they could play their starters or they might not they might try to lose not 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 super intentionally because they don't want to you know you know look like they're losing but they might want to lose because they're going to get the best draft potential draft spot. Um, Colts, Texans, right? And they're playing against each other this week. So, you know, whoever loses this game wins. The Falcons, (laughs) Saints, Panthers. Uh, Saints and Panthers are playing each other. Uh, The Bears, the Cardinals, the teams that I just mentioned, they're out of the playoffs. They have nothing to play for. They're just vying for the best draft spot. So it's, it's kind of hard to trust these teams. Yeah. um they're like so let's look at the first team they the colts there's no one i'd really trust on the colts this week right no. um there's no one i'd really <laughs> trust on the texans this week they're, they're playing against each other right yeah. That's um gonna be a right game. would you agree with that <laughs> yeah no okay with, with, with the colts um, they were bad as with is, the Falcons. even with, when they were trying
1: yeah. you know what i'm saying so. <laughs>
2: <laughs> were they trying that was the question um yeah. Ar- Ar- arthur smith um you know, for the Falcons, the head coach, he might try and win this game against the Bucks, right? You yeah. know, the Bucks are probably not playing their starters. You know, Arthur Smith needs to win games just to kind of like make sure he's not in the hot seat. So yeah. I think Tyler Algier is still in play. He needs 100 yards rushing to hit 1,000 yards in the season. So I think that's going to be in play here. Uh, Drake yeah. London, I think, is still in play as well, right? They're, these guys are potentially going up against backups for the Bucks, yeah. so they could potentially have big days.
1: Yeah, but the Buccaneers, I think they're definitely going to rest starters, obviously, because they have no way to improve their seating. Yeah. They're just locked in. They're a seven seed; doesn't matter what they do. Yes. So they're not going to start, especially with forty-five-year-old Tom Brady at quarterback. They're not going to risk him. I think you look at the opposite side of the ball. No, well, the, the, the,
2: the Bucks won the the Bucks won the NFC South. Yes, they did. So they'll be the four seed.
1: They are the four seed, regardless. They can't drop out yeah. otherwise they're not going to make it as a wild card but um what i was saying on the other side of the ball with the falcons like i said i alluded to a couple weeks ago with the youth movement in atlanta you know you mentioned desmond Ritter, tyler Algier, drake london i think they're absolutely in play and then arthur smith too like you said to keep himself off the hot seat i i would be surprised if they don't consider getting rid of arthur smith but we'll see how it goes uh, i think maybe his time could be up if the cards fall the wrong way for him but I think the young guys you can definitely start them and be pretty confident, like Desmond Ritter, Tyler Algier, Drake London, I'm okay with that. I think they're going to see what they have. They're fine. It's not like they're contending for anything this season, and they got a long way to go yet, I I think, um, even heading into next season. But I think they're going to use this game, especially against backups, to see what they have. And it could end on a high note for these guys. I think Tyler Algier, like you said, is the safest of them. I wouldn't rule out a big day from Drake uh, Drake London either if Desmond Ritter can get it going in the passing game. And like you said, against backups – I think it's on the table. We see weird things happen in this last, like, it feels like an extra week.
2: Yeah, no, I I, I hear that. And then Saints-Panthers, um, you know, I, I think both teams here want to tank, right? Like, yeah. I'm not sure how this game plays out. I think I'm fine rolling DJ Moore out there. Um, I think that's about it in this game. Um, I know that Deontay Foreman needs like a thousand, needs like a, more than a hundred yards to hit a thousand yards rushing. If he has a big game, yeah. it's possible they try to feed him, but, I, you know, outside of that, you know, it's, I really don't want to trust Alvin Kamara or Chris Olave, you know, There's although no I'm sure the Saints will want up. to get Olave. Yeah, uh, you know, Olave is probably going to try to get to a thousand yards receiving. You know, he, it's, it's very feasible, but like he also was coming off that hamstring injury, um, you know, so I'm not sure if they want to push him as hard. But, you know, we'll see. I, I just it's hard for me to trust these guys this week.
1: Right now, you, um, you really can't. Not not in these games, I, I don't think. I hate you know it, it's funny because I love the extra week, but I hate the extra week, you know, because this is the type of thing you do, you just stat padding, stat chasing, not a whole thing. There's no way to know who's gonna be playing um to the hardest extent. I, I think that DJ Moore is really the only play in this game, too. I don't like any of the Saints offense. I haven't for a couple of weeks, even Alvin Kamara. So there's no reason. I, I'm just kind of keeping my hands off of that game. You can start them in a pinch pinch, but I, I'm not happy starting anyone from that game.
2: Okay, cool. Um, the Vikings Bears game is interesting uh, because uh, Justin Fields is out, right? The Bears are out of it. Nathan Peterman gets a start. Um, can't really trust any Bear in this game. Now, on the Vikings side, they don't have a lot to play for because they're likely going to be the three seed regardless of what happens. Like, the only way they be- they can become the two seed is if the 49ers lose to the Cardinals, which probably isn't happening. Um, you know, right. with that being said, since they have a chance to get the two seed, like even if it's a small one, they might play their starters. And, you know, because of that possibility against the bad bears defense, like I think Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, TJ Hawkinson, like Justin Jefferson is chasing like all types of records, right? And Hawkinson, he can hit a thousand yards receiving if he has a hundred yeah. yard receiving game in this game. So I think they might go after it, honestly, um, because they have that chance at the two seed, um, which would be a big deal. Right, coming to uh, in Minnesota for the for these games in the playoffs. Um, I think Kirk Cousins doesn't play this week too. Um, you know, I think I think I'm okay playing the Vikings players. Yeah. this week, you know, in betting I'd, DFS and uh, in in if your if your championship is in Week 18,
1: I, I think I'd be okay with that too. Because the Bears defense isn't anything to behold. You know, even whether when they're starting their players or not, you know, even the Vikings offense is good enough. I'm okay with starting them too. These types of games, and like I said, I'm not sure how this is going to play out, but I see this kind of thing happen, could be happening a couple in a couple games this week. And I talked to you a little bit about this before the podcast for us, but I said that like they could definitely play a good half of football, you know, and decide to just pull starters and then check the scoreboards, you know, and just see if they need to keep playing, something like that. And obviously, it's, it might be a little bit unheard of, but I've seen I feel like we could see this kind of thing happen because there's no reason to think that against a bad bears defense that this vikings team isn't going to play well i expect them to go up they might just build a lead and then just pull everybody and no and be done but that building of the lead might be enough to make these fantasy players relevant and like you said where you trust the vikings players i can see that happening with the cowboys maybe with the 49ers you know these teams that need a little bit of help regardless of um whether they win or not I could see them just kind of building that lead against bad teams and then just sitting back and seeing where they sit, maybe partway through the game. I'm not sure if they get that access to see what's going on, but I could see that happening. I think a good half of football is going to be enough to make the players well, the in access, yeah, the
2: Yeah. The access for the 49ers won't be there because the Vikings play in the early window, 49ers play in the later window. So like the Correct. Vikings won't know like what's going on in that 49ers game. And that's the real game that matters for them um, to see if the 49ers can, can lose to the Cardinals. Um, but I you don't know, see that happening. I'll <laughs> say this, like, about, about that game, like, if you want to, like, diversify just a little bit in DFS, like, I think Matt Allison and Madison uh, can be a little bit of a play here. Like, something, somebody not so obvious, I can see him, you know, getting some work in this game because he's yeah. still effective. If he's in the game, you're not really throwing the game, right? But, like, against the Bears defense, they might not play Dalvin Cook 100% because they got to save him, you know, for the playoffs, obviously. So I think right. Madison could be in play here this week in DFS.
1: And you consider, you consider too, that the bears are allowing fourth most fancy points running backs this season. And obviously everything's subject to change. Some of these right. statistics aren't going to be perfectly accurate because you know, they're going to pull starters. Some people might be not be playing. Some people might be injured. They might not be trying as hard, like you said, but it's a good matchup regardless on the ground for Dalvin cook or Alexander Madison. I think you're right. um with saying that these guys could see some more playing time and Madison, you know, he could spell Dalvin Cook. Do you think Dalvin Cook might be in for like... I don't think it's going to be an extremely reduced workload, but do you think he can reach over 15 carries in this game? Dalvin Cook?
2: I think so. I think it's still possible. Um, I, I would depend on efficiency, though. Like maybe a touchdown. But I right. wouldn't expect like a, a monster performance this week. So um, if you, if you were playing... Pitch.
1: Yeah, if you were playing like the higher lower for underdog you know, and the, the line came out and it was over under 14, 15 carries, like would you be taking... The higher or the lower?
2: i will probably take the under on that. I would take the lower too.
1: I, I think that that's just yeah. a safer bet. Like I could totally see Dalvin Cook mixing in, you know, I mean, pretty much like I think 10 carries is where I kind of see him.
2: Yeah, I can see that. That makes sense.
3: Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Um,
2: now, as far as the Cardinals are against the 49ers, like, you know, they're obviously out of it. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins is not playing. Uh, Marquise Brown, I guess he's in play. Great Dorch is in play. Um, James Connor isn't practicing yet this week, so I'm not sure if he does end up playing. I'm not sure how much I trust him this week either. Yeah, I wouldn't. Um, yeah. Also, in this Phoenix Cardinals game, uh, Christian McCaffrey might be out, so you know there's no reason to really force him to come back this week. Like, I'm sure the ankle injury isn't that bad, um, but they're just taking it easy on him because they're going to need him in the playoffs. Um, Elijah yeah. Mitchell might be back this week, so. You know, he would be the guy I play if he's back. Um, otherwise, probably Jordan Mason over Tyrion Davis Price, uh, after last week's go ahead touchdown. Um, mm-hmm. I'll probably go Jordan Mason over T D P if I were to choose one. I would still think it's somewhat of a of a committee if Christian McCaffrey and Elijah Mitchell are out, but I would I think I'll prefer M- Mason uh, by a hair over T D P.
1: For me, I'm kinda of, uh, so Brandon Nayuk, I wanna. Be, like, happy and say that, yeah, he's going to play and he's going to get the numbers that you need. And he he hasn't been, like, a mainstay in your lineup, probably. You've been questioning whether or not to start him, you know, the past couple weeks because he had that rough target share at first when Brock Purdy came back. But he came back and had that good game last week. I'm not sure how much I trust him this week. I don't think that they're going to be throwing the ball a whole lot. You know, if this game does end up being close, I don't think it's going to be. Maybe he can have some relevance. I don't think it's going to be a close game. This might be a ground and pound. He might be good, Brandon Ayuk, if he plays for a little bit for a, a touchdown. That might be about it. You know, I don't th- I'm don't. i not seeing a whole lot of ceiling like he had last week. The 26-point ceiling isn't going to be there. I see him kind of capping out at 15-16, you know, just a couple catches in PPR even. So, I, I think that Brandon I'm not trusting him. That's best-case scenario for me if he lands in the teens for fantasy points. I think it's going to be a quiet day for the receivers at least this week and then week 18 for the 49ers.
2: Yeah, I can see it. I can see it. I, I still like him in this game. I mean, the target shares the last two games have been absolutely ridiculous. Almost forty percent for Brandon Ayuk. So I, I can see you know if Brock Purdy throws you know more than twenty five, maybe thirty passes. I can see Ayuk having a pretty good day. So you know he would be in lineups in my Week eighteen championship, and he would be a potential DFS play as well with somebody who has a you know he he can blow up, um, especially in full PPR. Um, Uh, Okay, so let's move on to teams who will potentially play spoiler (laughs) and play starters for the whole game. Uh, The Raiders against the Chiefs, Chiefs. maybe? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think uh, Raiders against the Chiefs for sure. Jets against the Dolphins, Uh, Rams against the Seahawks, and the Commanders against the Cowboys. I think those four teams want to play spoiler this week. Um, Yeah, I'm cool with playing Garrett Wilson against the Dolphins with Mike White at quarterback. Um, That's about it for the Jets, though. Um, They do want to spoil the dolphins playoffs hope playoff hopes for sure um the raiders they probably want to try and win this game right josh mcdaniels he needs wins yeah. right now right and uh devonte adams he can also reach 1500 receiving yards with a decent game so i'm good playing him against the chiefs team who you know the chiefs are trying to win this game man they they're, they're going to they they want that one seed so yeah. you know he's going to be there josh jacobs hasn't practiced yet this week i'm assuming he'll be out there just like he has all year um even though mm. he's been banged up probably wants to protect the russian title as well and not let any other running back yeah. catch up to him um and the raiders have zero reason to care about an injury since he's gone after this year so i'm good playing right. my raiders this week
1: yeah uh, these spoiler teams are the ones that are like the best as far as you know reliability when it comes to this week of the fantasy uh, season you know you're, you're looking at teams that are definitely be playing all their starters i think He hit the nail on the head with this one. And Jared Stidham, you know, the Raiders took him down to the wire with Derek Carr, quarterback. I'm not saying – Derek Carr was obviously playing better football at that time, but the Raiders have it in them to keep this game close. It's not like the Chiefs are just going to walk in, trounce them, and walk out, especially with the way Devontae Adams is playing. He had that big game last week um, after a couple of cold spell games, you know, the weeks before that. But Jared Stidham should keep him close. I, I think the offense looked really good last week. Um, it could be a high-scoring affair. And like you said, there's no reason for either of these teams to just kind of let off the gas at this point. And you mentioned Josh Jacobs. I think he's pretty much a lock to play, and we've been saying this all season. The Raiders are going to try and squeeze every ounce of value they can get out of him with him being gone. You know, So he's going to be playing regardless, I think. I'm not worried about his status at all. So I think you can definitely start all the Raiders and Chiefs in this game. I agree with you.
2: Yeah. Um, and then the Rams against the the Seahawks. Like, I'm cool playing K-Makers in this game. I'm cool playing Tyler Higby. Uh, you know, both have great matchups, but the Seahawks, this is a division game, remember, like the Jets Dolphins division game, Raiders Chiefs division They're game. All like division they don't want games, their yeah, yeah they, they don't want their guys, those other teams to make to have an advantage in the playoffs or make the playoffs even. Um and right. if the if the Jets win, the Dolphins are most likely out of the playoffs. Um if the Rams win against the Seahawks, the Seahawks are out of the playoffs, right? Uh right. so this is it's huge, right? If the Seahawks lose, then it's really up between the Packers and the Lions to see who wins and makes it to the playoffs but um both Cam Akers and tyler higby have great matchups uh the seahawks you know will you know go hard to play all their starters obviously because they want to make it to the playoffs that's going to that's a good thing for the rams yeah. um so tyler higby needs to hit 600 receiving yards to unlock an extra 500 thousand dollars in his contract um that's only about 13 more receiving yards whatever but i'm sure you know he'll get that in this game um yeah. and more potentially cuz he's has get, been getting a higher target share. Um the Seahawks, you know, are in the playoffs if they win, Packers if, and the Packers lose on Sunday night. So if the Packers win on Sunday night, they're in. They're in and the Seahawks and Lions are out. Right? The Lions right. are in if they win on Sunday night and the Rams beat the Seahawks. Um so this is all for that last wild card playoff spot in the NFC.
1: Yeah, this is the playoff triangle with these three teams for the NFC. Like, there's all that drama going on over in the AFC between the AFC North champion and, you know, with everything that happened with the game cancellation and then the top seed in the AFC. But the drama over in the NFC is between the Packers, the Seahawks, and the Lions. And the Packers have the best chance to make the playoffs of them all because they just need to win they're in. They they don't need any help. If they win, they're in, and that's the way it goes. But – um. Yeah, all these guys' are teams are going to be playing their players. Like I said, with the Rams, I agree. Tyler Higby, he should have a good game. He's been a favorite target of Baker Mayfield's. And we see this kind of thing happen a lot, like you said, with the incentives. People have incentives in their contracts and they're only a little bit off. We saw that, I think it was – was it last year or two years ago that Russell Wilson helped Tyler Lockett hit his because he just targeted him and targeted him and targeted him at the end of this game for him to get those receptions, and he got that incentive. So those kind of weird things can happen and actually boost up fantasy performances, so definitely keep an eye out for them. But like you said, I think the Packers – they're a safe bet. They're definitely going to be playing all their starters. Um, the Lions, all of them, they're all competing for the playoffs. There's no reason not to. And like you said, with the division um rivalries going on, there's no short, there's no love lost, you know, in these games. They're definitely gonna be playing as hard as they can, trying to keep each other out of the playoffs.
2: And we were talking about that Packers Lions game. Um, I really like Jared Goff this week. Uh, yep. Sportsbooks have his over-under touchdown passing touchdown props set at one and a half passing touchdowns at like plus 120 on the over. So like you know, even if the Seahawks end up winning earlier in the in the day, like I really like the over on that, regardless. Um, you know, and the over, you know, at plus one twenty, I'm taking that all day long. He's thrown at least two touchdowns in five of his last six games, and that sixth game was against the against, was against the Jets. So you know, no issues there. Uh, and Preciser has this game at a forty nine point total with the one point spread. So I think Goff can get it done pretty easily there.
1: Yeah. So. I like golf too. Everything screams good on paper for Jared Goff, but the thing is, I, I saw a stat somewhere, and it's really odd, because it's almost like the Amari Cooper stat, home versus away. Jared Goff is a much different quarterback indoors than he is outdoors, and this game's being played in Green Bay um, at night, so it's going to be cold. I'm not sure. It, it's obviously, like, I, I think that the game script could lend itself to Jared Goff throwing over that one-and-a-half touchdown prop, but I think that you know, him being outside, he throws much fewer touchdowns outside than he does inside. I think the numbers were like twenty-seven indoors to like nine outdoors, and he has more interceptions in those games. It's just ridiculous. It's like one of those Amari Cooper stats. So just something to keep in mind. I was looking at Jared Goff too going in this week. I was like, man, this would be a really good matchup, you know, between the Packers and the Lions. It's probably gonna be the highest, one of the higher over unders, you know, maybe even on Preciser, that kind of thing. Um, I didn't get a chance to look at them, but one hundred percent. I think it seems like an easy pick, but for me, I might just be tempted. I'm not saying you should take the lower, but it could easily be a lower touchdown output than you think, just looking at it on paper.
2: Yeah, I can see it. I mean, he threw for three touchdowns in Carolina two weeks ago, 355 passing yards. So maybe he's over it. That's the hope. Maybe we'll see. Um,
1: we saw Murray Cooper do that. What was it? He had an all right game with Deshaun Watson last week. You know, maybe these things. Yeah, maybe these things just kind of come and go, but. It, it's an interesting trend. They they always show it. I think I've seen it in the past couple of weeks for Jared Goff. You know uh, they show it on like the Fox graphics when they throw it up in the game.
2: Um, so Sam Howell is going to be playing and starting for the Commanders this week uh, because his friend Taylor Heinicke, such a nice guy, handing him the starting of the job this week. Um, Ron Rivera is gone most likely after this game. Yeah. Um, most likely the Cowboys, you know, won't be winning the NFC East. They have a small chance, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Tony Pollard's practicing in full. I think the Cowboys are going to play their starters.
1: Yeah, they're going to.
2: And maybe not Tony Pollard.
1: I mean, we'll see. He might be on a snap count. They might kind of just let him, ease him into the game, give him a, a light workload because he is banged up a little bit. And we saw that the Cowboys' offense didn't really look the same last week without Tony Pollard. So they need him for the playoffs. They might just kind of let off. But I think they're definitely going to be starting, you know, the C.D. Lambs and the Dalton Schultzes and, you know, the Dak Prescotts. So they're not going to have any trouble with that. They, the Cowboys have a history. They don't usually rest starters. The last time they rested starters was Dak's rookie year. Since then, even when they were in the playoffs back in 2018, they were in the playoffs comfortably. They couldn't improve their seating. They played a game down on the wire against the Giants and had huge fantasy days. In that game, Michael Gallup went for two touchdowns. That kind of thing. It was a big day. Um, Dak Prescott threw for four, I think it was. So they have a history of you know going and playing all the way down the wire in these games. So I think this is definitely a chance. And if they have that opportunity, like you said, to claim the NFC East, even though it is a small chance, I think they're going to be playing their starters definitely. And obviously, like Washington too, they're going to be playing. I think Sam Howell is going to be interesting. I want to see how he plays and who he targets, who he looks for in the passing game. If he looks any kind of good. They could hold on to him and roll into next season with him, assuming they don't take a quarterback.
2: I can totally see it. I can totally see it. Sam Hal being their starting quarterback next year. Um, uh, Keep in mind for for Washington, Brian Robinson has a knee injury. He hasn't practiced at all this week yet. Uh, Antonio Gibson's on IR, so Jonathan Williams is in play, potentially in a three-down role. So if you're looking for a cheap, a cheap DFS target or if you're looking for somebody uh, you know, under the radar, potentially on waivers in your 18 week league, it's, it, you know, week 18 championship. Jonathan Williams is somebody to, to pick up and play.
0: 2400 sports is an odyssey company.